This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. It's great to have everyone back for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Blues won the first game in this first round against Winnipeg 2-1. I thought this team had a decent game. But the key to this game was Jordan Bennington. That was the difference in game one. Jordan Bennington showed up big like he has many times this year. He allowed one goal against a very good team. A team with a great power play and a team with a lot of guys that can put the puck in the net. Going into the second game, you know Winnipeg is just going to give everything they can. They do not want to lose two games at home. The fans are going to be loud. It was going to be a physical game. Anyone who thought it wasn't going to be more physical than game one was sadly mistaken because it was very physical. And that's the way the series is going to be game in and game out. You may see some high-scoring games, but they're still going to be physical games. And as always, the Blues needed to cut down on mistakes. They needed to get a great effort from Jordan Bennington, and the defense needed to play well. And of course, no stupid penalties. The Blues started out in the first period looking pretty good, and they would get a goal from a guy who has improved so much since last year, Oscar Sundquist. And now Schwartz off the boards and out. Tipped. Blues have a two-on-one. Sundquist. He walks in. Wide open. Shoots. He scores! Sundquist! And the Blues have taken a 1-0 lead. What a play at the Blues blue line. And a poke of the puck to free it up. Leads to a two-on-one break. Sundquist jumps in there. He's got Jay Bomeister on the left. And Sundquist keeps it. Morrissey steps up. He gets burnt. Now it's a two-on-one break. And what a smart play by Oscar Sundquist. He's got a chance to shoot it. Trubas faking, trying to lure him into making a pass, giving the goalie the shot, and he beats him. That's his very first career playoff goal. I doubt there's anybody out there that's a Blues fan that does not get a big smile on their face when Oscar Sundquist scores a goal. He's worked so hard since coming to the Blues from Pittsburgh. I don't think Pittsburgh gave this guy a chance. He deserves every goal he has gotten. And it's not just because, oh, it's a luck goal. And, you know, he's one of these guys that maybe had four or five goals in a year. And, you know, he just was lucky in being at the right place at the right time. No, he's worked hard and he gives max effort in every single shift. And Manny deserves it in this one. That goal by Sunkos to be his first of the playoffs. Bowmeister gets his first assist and Schwartz gets his first assist. Five minutes, 23 seconds in. Blues find themselves up one to nothing. I think each team had some opportunities in this first period that could have went in for goals, but for the rest of the period, Connor Hellebuck stood strong. However, Bennington would not be able to get out of the period without letting a goal in. The Jets' Blake Wheeler put one past him 12 minutes, one second in to make it one to one. Game's back at even strength. Shively races after that one. Held up by Cobb. Here's Shively again. Out in front, the captain has tied this thing up, 1-1. Huge goal by the Jets here to weather a storm, a five on three. 
A parade to the penalty box, and they kill him off. Great block by Mark Scheifele, who took two of the penalties early in this game to give St. Louis some momentum, and then he does some work behind the net. Good battle one. He stays with the puck, finds Wheeler out in front, and he won times at home to tie this game. That's getting yourself back into the game. They're going to have to dial that intensity back just a little bit. Shifley fought and fought for that puck. He should get a lot of credit for this goal. Great effort against the boards, against the Blues players. Wheeler kind of sneaks up right in front of Bennington, puts it past him, and it's one-to-one. -one. That goal by Wheeler would be his first of the playoffs. Shifley, who was key in the play, gets his first assist, and Cope gets his first assist. And that's the way the first period would end. The Blues would get one power play, and Winnipeg would have three, but neither team could capitalize on those power play opportunities. Each team had eight shots on goal in the first period, so let's move on to the second period. The Blues would outshoot the Jets heavily in the second period, 15-6, to but the Blues got a penalty early in that second, and Patrick Laine gets his second goal of the series, a power play goal, to make it two to one. After that huge penalty kill and a five on three for St. Louis in the first, a chance for the Winnipeg power play to strike. Buffalo goes across to Wheeler. Wheeler with the puck across the seat. Scores! Lainey! Well, he's hot now. Is he ever? Great shot by Lainey. What a pass by him. There's a broken stick, though. Right off the face-off here, Wheeler takes the shot and shatters the stick of Sundquist. So now they're down to three players defending with a stick, and they move the puck around. These are the battles you have to win on the power play. You have to maintain possession before position. Once they set up, just a terrific pass. Walk down the line and the laser to line it, and he absolutely rips it. How many times have you seen it happen when a team fights off a five-on-three power play? That's exactly what Winnipeg did in this instance. They came back strong. They got their own power play. And Patrick Laine was wide open, just like he was in that game in St. Louis at the beginning of the year when he scored, what, five goals? How do you let Patrick Laine wide open? It's just beyond me. I don't understand it at all. That goal by Laine would be a second of the playoffs. Wheeler gets his first assist. Bufflin gets his second assist. Two minutes, 49 seconds in, Winnipeg has the lead. This would be a very offensive period. Jordan Bennington only faced six shots, but he would allow two goals in this period, both power play goals. Hellebuck faced 15 shots, and he allowed two goals. So let's get to those next goals and see how the rest of this period played out. Robert Thomas oh! hands it right to Wheeler. Pass in front and tipped and broken up by Dunn. Now Petrangelo for the Blues. Up and down we go. Kicked away by Hellebuck. Now Thomas in front. Maroon. Save. They jam the line. Score. And it's in. The Blues have knocked it in. And it's tied at two. Barbashev or Maroon were both there. And the Blues have tied the game. Great play there by Robert Thomas behind the net. Flying up the ice. Went around the net. And the first one was stopped by Hellebuck. Right on the pad. You can hear the thud. And... Patty Maroon is there on the doorstep. Hellebuck doesn't handle it. There's the backhander, and then that clearly goes across the goal line there. They'll look at it anyway from Toronto, but there's ice between the red line and the puck, and it is a goal right there. Pinnington sets it up for Joel Edmondson. And a pass ahead. Nice feed for Perron. 
to Sundquist, in on Dorshit, he scores! Sundquist, yes sir, and it's 3-2! In transition, the Blues D hold the line, push the pucks up the ice, and it quiets the crowd with the white sweaters on, and there are a handful of blue sweaters. Here's the pass by Joel Edmondson right on the tape, and boy, oh boy, do the Winnipeg Jets widen it out. They separate so far, it's right down the middle of the ice. And Oscar Sundquist has got a second career playoff goal, beating Hellebuck to the other side this time. 120 to go here in his second. Come ahead to Wheeler. Wheeler rushing down that right side, sends it back. Buffett gets to it. Back into the corner, here's Shifley scores! Mark Shifley buries it top corner, and we're tied again. What a shot by Mark Shifley. Great play here, Connor quickly gets it to him again. You have to battle to win pucks and maintain possession. And just nice puck movement, Bufflin down to Connor, quickly up to Shifley. In that side slot spot, he loves to shoot the puck from there, and he goes over the shoulder far side of Bennington. The Blues knotted this one up at two each on a goal by Pat Maroon. A lot of hard work on that one by rookie Robert Thomas. Maroon gets his first goal of the playoffs. Thomas gets his first assist. Petrangelo gets his second assist. That goal was 6 minutes 42 seconds in. But the guy that scored a goal earlier, Oscar Sundquist, just keeps on pressing, gets his second goal of the game, second goal of the playoffs. Perron gets his first assist. Edmondson gets his first assist. 9 minutes 50 seconds in. The Blues have come from behind at 2-1 to one to take the lead 3-2. to two. But as I stated, in the first of this podcast, you cannot let Winnipeg get on the power play. They've already killed us once with that Patrick Line goal, and they would kill us again on that last goal there by Mark Shifley. He would get his first goal of the playoffs. Connor would get his first assist. Bufflin gets his third assist with just a minute and five seconds left in that second period. A terrible, terrible penalty to take. Heading into the third period, we're tied at three. You know it's going to be a physical period. You know one of these teams is going to come out ahead early. One of these teams is going to make a mistake and allow the other team to get ahead four to three. But which team would get ahead four to three? It would be the Blues on a goal by Ryan O'Reilly, just three minutes, 46 seconds into the third. And that's the way the game would end. The Blues win this one. 4-3 to three on this beautiful goal by O'Reilly. And not only does Sunquist have a couple of goals, but they've been relentless on the attack. They've been winning puck battles and skating really, really well together. Now a pass ahead for O'Reilly. He comes in. Wait, shoots. He scores! O'Reilly! And the Blues take a 4-3 to three lead. What a quick flick of the wrist there by Ryan O'Reilly. And he caught Hellebuck snoozing right there at the switch. In transition, Ryan O'Reilly sneaks up through the middle. One firm pass. And Ryan O'Reilly, who has been in the middle of a lot of the physicality in the receiving end, takes this one here. How does this beat him? Uses the defenseman as a screen, rolls it off the blade, takes the pass nicely, and just one quick motion. Just shocked him. Darren, I think the key was he shot it right through the legs of Sherratt. He did. He used the defenseman as a screen. And not hard, but it was flat, and it was rotating. That's his first playoff goal since he scored 
for the Avalanche against Minnesota back on April 24th, 2014. Hellebuck was asleep, it looked like, or at least taking a nap. I don't think he thought O'Reilly was going to shoot it. O'Reilly was kind of nonchalant about bringing the puck in. He had a defender in front of him. He used the defender as a screen and put it past him, and the Blues win 4-3. to three. As I stated, that would be O'Reilly's first playoff goal since April 23rd of 2014, so almost five years. But then again, I think that was the last time he was in the playoffs. That goal by O'Reilly would be his first of the playoffs. Bo Meester gets his second assist to the playoffs. Preko gets his second assist. A huge win for the Blues to go up in the series, two games to none. Let's head to the stats of the game. Shots on goal favor the Blues 32-29. to Face-off battle went to the Jets 53% to 47%. The Blues were 0-4 for 4 on the power play. Must improve. After these first two games, they're 0-7. The Jets were 2-3 for 3 on their power play. The Jets had hit the Blues 32-26. to 26. Blocks were even at 12 each. And the Blues gave the puck away 17 times to the Jets 7. We're going to head to the post-game interviews. Hear from Barube. Then we're going to hear from Pat Maroon, Sunquist, who had the two big goals, and Ryan O'Reilly, who had the game-winning goal. 2-0 to Yeah, I thought, I think, you know, both games, we, we've got everybody pretty dialed in. They're playing hard for each other and doing all the little things, finding a way to get some goals. And, uh, you know, it's a battle, though. I mean, both games, they're tight. It's good, it's good hockey. It's tight hockey. Pretty even. It's even been, hockey. How have you been able to lock this team down? <clears throat> Well, Binner made some big saves both games in the third period. And, uh, you know, we, I think, you know, we're doing a good job defensively and um, some big block shots and just a lot, of, a lot of the little things that you have to do. Yeah, I mean that's playoffs. You know, we got you have to have guys step up at big times, and um, you, know, um, you know, Oscar with two goals tonight. I mean, we got guys that are putting the puck in the net that you know don't always put it in. You know, but that's that's playoffs. You need everybody involved and everybody going, and you know, different guys are going to score. What is it about Sunquist's shot that makes it effective? <laughs> You'd have to ask the goalies. I don't know. I mean, he's a good player. I mean, he. He um, he does a lot of good things for us, you know. He's whatever we ask of him, penalty kill and checking roles and different things. But he's you know he scored 14 goals this year in regular season and ended up getting a couple tonight. He's he's a good all around player. That's playoff hockey. You're gonna get hit. Um, big game from Ryan O'Reilly, as so often happens for your team. Uh, what did you think of the O'Reilly versus Lowry matchup, and maybe also trying to get him away from that every now and again too? Yeah, I mean it's hard on the road. We we did a little bit, you know, but uh, they do a good job of getting him back out there against them. It's it's a tough matchup for um, those guys. They check well, and O'Reilly's good in the face. I mean, um, Lowry's good in the face-off circle. So they start with the puck, but uh, I thought our, you know, I thought O'Reilly did a good job. The whole line did, and they competed hard. They had some good opportunities, didn't capitalize on them, but uh, big face-offs at the end by O'Reilly to close the game out. Maroon uh, struggled so much for, for much of the season. Uh, 
Was it hard for you to like, stick with him, to stay patient with him? I don't think he really struggled that badly. I mean, he didn't score like we thought he was going to score, you know. But he was doing a lot of good things, and that line's found some chemistry over the last month and a half, and they've been a really good line for us. And, you know, they scored again tonight. You know, this time of year, you can't retaliate. You've got to be disciplined. Um, you're going to get hit, and you've got to get up and play. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, struggles on the power play and you give up two uh, 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 power play goals too. How, how do you show up the special teams here? Uh, well, we could have had two goals in the power play tonight. I thought uh, Petro hit the post. That quick five on three, I thought um, it just bounced on a rally a little bit. But we had some we had some chances too. They didn't go in. Um, broken stick on the one play, so Liney. He got a, you know, you give him that look, he's probably going to score. Broken stick play. And then um, the other one, we got to do a better job than the other one for sure at the end of the second period. Yeah, it's third period. Like, you know, he, uh, they tied the game up late there, but he came out in the third. He made some huge saves in the third period. He's just composed. And. You know, he stays composed and stays with the moment and um, comes up big. Some of the players in there just a few minutes ago said you guys kind of, the team, uh, I don't know if slogan is too strong, but never get too high, never get too low. How, how do you get them to kind of zone in on that focus? I think it goes back months where we talked about, you know, one game at a time type hockey and being even killed and, you know, that's that's how you got to do it. I mean, it's a tough league. There's so like the teams are they're This is a real good hockey team that we beat twice here. Um, a really good hockey team, and they're going to give us their best game, game three at home. And there's no reason to get too high. You got to stay ready, and you got to you got to even play better than we played. Still, you got to be. Yeah, I mean, our crowd and everything, we're definitely looking forward to it. You know? uh, we'll, we'll look at them tomorrow and let you guys know. I guess a typical big rig goal there. Huh? <laughs> uh, Thomas made a heck of a play of coming around the net and uh, good vision, good pass. And I just missed it on the first one, but I stuck with it and got the second opportunity on that. Was it just timely? Because it seemed like before that they were coming on, they got the lead, the crowd was getting into it, and then you guys kind of grabbed it back. Yeah, it was a, I guess it was a huge goal. I think after that, we had the momentum right away, and uh, we just stuck with it. We kept grinding down low and kept creating opportunities, and then there you go. We cra we capitalized on a turnover on a three-on-two, and Sonny and Perron and Schwartz, make a heck of a play, and he buries it, so uh, that was huge. These guys can strike quick. Uh, there were a lot of ebbs and flows, time, times when you guys were up and down. How did you How did you stick with it? Yeah, we just we knew it. We just got to stick with it. You know, they're, they're a big team. Uh, they're really good on the power play. We just got to minimize that. We got to stay out of the box. They're, they're lethal on that power play, but uh, with those big hits, you know, that's we just got to stick with it, keep doing that, being poised, and, and battling through that kind of stuff. And we, we did another character one night, you know, just sticking with it, playing to our strengths, keeping the system the same we're playing, and uh, we knew we were going to get our chances, and uh, we capitalized. Do you people wondered about the young kids, and he got passed by Thomas. He keeps stepping up. Yeah, he's, he's a heck of a player.
he's a, he's really skilled. He makes high end plays and you, he's speed. He can take D wide and he took that D wide and he uh, had two guys come to him and uh, I was just coming off the bench there, so he made a high end play there. So uh, he's done a really good job of. Uh, Sticking with it, and he doesn't look nervous out there at all. He's making some great plays. In games like this, it could be, you know, third periods can be so big. You've outscored him three to nothing now in the third period. How have you been able to do it? I think just like I said, just grinding them down low, getting to our game, which is getting pucks deep, and uh, you know, just wearing their D down and trying to, and just trying to get second and third opportunities. And you know, that that fourth goal there. I mean, Bo Meester made a heck of a player. Great breakout, heck of a breakout, and O'Reilly had a hell of a shot. So. Uh, the boys just got to continue that. We can't get too high, can't get too low. They're going to come. Uh, we're going to get their best again. You know, they're a good hockey team over there, so we got to stay with it, stick with it, stay the course. Just two goals tonight. You had a great regular season. Uh, yeah, uh, had a good start uh, now in the, in the playoffs too. And uh, playing with uh, with uh, two good players, and we're starting to find each other uh, more for every game. So I think, uh, I think, I think we played a good game today. Oscar, the coaching staff is, just continues to trust you with big minutes and, and playing you up with those high-skill guys. You just seizing the moment right now and just taking advantage of the opportunity? Uh, yeah, and as I said, I've, I've been playing with great players all year and, and uh, the pucks uh, have been going in for me. So uh, same same way today too, the pucks going in and uh, uh, it's uh, giving me a lot of a lot of confidence and, and uh, uh, it's been a, it's been a good start for the for this playoffs for me. What was it about your shot tonight? What do you think? It's so deceiving. I was trying to go, actually trying to go low blocker on the on the first one. I think he went under his arm, and and uh, uh, the second one I, I I actually won a five hole, and he 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 kept standing up. So it was it's nice to see see that one go into. Your goals were big, obviously, but it seemed like they had the momentum there. And what did the maroon goal really do? For, did the maroon goal kind of grab the momentum and get you guys really going there? I think he switched momentum back to us uh, for sure. Uh, we we were a little bit sloppy there in the second, and and. Uh, uh, that uh, Maroon's goal was uh, was really big for us to to kind of swing it back around to our, our favor. How does the mentality in the room change going home up two goals? Two, pardon me, two games. Uh, I mean, coming in here and, and winning two games right away, it's uh, it's not an not an easy task. But uh, I think uh, I think all of the guys in here have been playing playing really well these two games, and we used we seem to keep playing the same way at home too. What do you think that barn's going to be like waiting for you guys back home Sunday night? Uh, I think it's going to I think it's going to be rocking and uh, really loud. I'm looking forward to it. What do you think about your guys' discipline in that third period? Lowry laid the big hit on you, and then he had another one, but you guys stayed, kept your heads. I mean, it's a clean hit and both times, and we we, we can't uh, take stupid penalties. Uh, see, just tonight how good their power play is, so uh, we need to stay out of the box, and I think we did a great job with that in the third. How do you guys get your power play going? Uh, I think uh, I don't know. I'm not an empire player, so uh, <laughs> but I think they just need to keep going, keep shooting. Uh, we got some really good uh, shooters on on both power plays, so uh, they just need to keep shooting the puck, and it will it will go in. Yeah, I think lots of times you practice that. Yeah, it's obviously a great pass by Bo. It kind of put me in there in a good good spot, and I'm just trying to get it through onto the net. And that yeah, was uh, obviously a big play. That uh, that was nice to have. It looked like that was a calculated effort by the coach to get you guys away from the Lowry line. Was that the case? And and what kind of feeling comes from getting the matchup you want at a time like that in the game? Um, yeah, I think obviously it's a big play. I think yeah, it's definitely a game of matchups and, and getting away and finding rhythms and and such like that. And yeah, it was it was obviously a you know a nice little turn there that uh, you know we were doing some good things that gave us that little momentum and, and obviously a chance to to score a big goal. What do you make of your team being the team that, when it needs the breaks, have been able to find them so far in this series? 
You know, that's huge. It goes a long way. You know, this is, you know, it's been hard fought hockey. And, you know, you look at our first periods, both games haven't been great. They've dominated us, but we've defended well. And, and you know, we're finding ways to earn them. You know, we're, we're trying to keep them on the outside as best we can. And guys are playing for each other. And still, it's, you know, it's not getting any easier. We have to get our rest and come back in more hungry. So you say you got dominated in those two games. Usually when the Jets play teams and they play that kind of hockey, it snowballs on teams. What has your team done so well to keep those moments from snowballing? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, you know, obviously not letting them take control fully of the game when when we do get kind of caught back on our heels. I think we find a way to to have a little response, whether it's, you know, bumping our physical play or a couple shifts of possession shifts down low. We, uh, yeah, we do a good job of kind of rallying and, and coming together as a team and, and getting through it together. And, you know, you have to do it against this team because they're obviously so skilled and, and they're good. And, yeah, we have to, you know, we have to do those things. Right, now, most... 0 for seven on the on power play though in this series. How do you how do you get that going? You know, I think we had some good opportunities. It's yeah, we just have, we have to maybe get simplified a bit, start shoot pucks a bit more. There's uh, you know obviously it's a thing that could dramatically affect uh, the outcome, and it's something we're obviously going to take take time, review it, and and get that sorted out. What did Pat's goal do for you guys? Because it seemed like a that time before that, they took the lead. Their crowd was getting back into it, and they had gotten going. Did you feel like you kind of took it back right after that one? Yeah, that was kind of that was the thing, the big momentum change of the game right there. Um, yeah, kind of that whole first period, and then on they were just taking it to us, and just a big play like that sparked us. And you can see after that, we started to get confidence and put them back, put them back on their heels a bit, and you know things started to go our way. But uh, that was a huge goal, came at an important time. For after us. the power play goal by Line A. You might have thought the Blues had been down for a little bit, but they kind of stepped things up. They kind of put the pressure back on the Jets. And even though the Jets tied it up late in the second period, I thought the Blues overall in that second period played much better than the Jets. A negative for this game, Jordan Bennington made some very good saves. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think he had a very good game. A couple of those goals that Winnipeg scored, he should have had. They were saves that he was making during the regular season. It just proves my point time and time again when I say Jordan Bennington helped the Blues make a huge turnaround in January. He wasn't the only reason. A lot of people give him credit alone. Jordan Bennington turned this team around. It was nobody else. If not for Jordan Bennington, this team wouldn't have made the playoffs. And that might be true. But if not for Tarasenko turning it on, this team wouldn't have made the playoffs. If not for Pat Maroon turning it on, this team wouldn't have made the playoffs. If not for Ryan O'Reilly to continue to play well, this team wouldn't have made the playoffs. If not for Ivan Barbashev coming up big in several games, this team wouldn't have made the playoffs. Do you see what I'm getting at here? This is a team effort. Yes, a goalie can win you a game. And I think in the first game in this series, Jordan Bennington won the game for the Blues. He did not win the game for them in this game. He didn't. And that happens some nights. It's going to happen. The Blues head back home now for two games. I'm a little concerned about this for a couple reasons. The Blues played better at home at the end of the year, but overall in the year, they, they didn't look good in a lot of games. So I'm hoping there's not a letdown. When they get home, I don't want them to get too comfortable. I want them to still have that edge. If they lose that edge, Winnipeg could come into St. Louis and take a game or two, which I would just hate to see. 
And that's probably going to happen. Winnipeg will most likely win one of the games at home. Jets are not going to go down in four games. They're not. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Until next time, let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.